0: that I want to share today is is just talking about partnerships. So partnerships are something I've been seeing a lot of people. Robert, I know you and Aaron have asked uh, just in the thread that you're interested in partnerships. So I hustled my butt after a call today to uh, basically create uh, a little presentation on how to approach people for partnerships, what kind of partnerships exist, and um, where we can go from there. So I'm going to share my screen and do a little presentation here. Um, very fancy in Canva. And let's present. Uh, so how to create awesome partnerships. I mean, essentially, uh, when I left Facebook a few years ago, I, I basically my commitment was I want to build my business through real relationships and not through Facebook and Instagram relationships. So this has essentially been my growth strategy over the years. Uh, I've put very little effort into it compared to what I could put into it. I'm uh, more inspired and passionate about product creation than, than anything. Uh, But it's something that I'm now actively pursuing. And so, um, right before this call, I was working with Chris Gilmore, who we produced survive the storms with and um, we're doing a ton of outreach. Basically we have 12 weeks worth of 90 minute sessions booked where we're doing partnership outreach for podcasts, affiliates, etc. And we're just going to see how far we can get in 12 weeks. Um, and so this is the strategy that's, that we're going with and uh, here are the things that we're thinking about as we're sending out outreach emails. So the art of getting people to spread your work far and wide. Um, the first thing you need to know Uh, and this was just a little list I I made up earlier today as Chris and I were preparing to send our first emails is when you're sending a cold email to somebody, if there's no formal introduction from somebody else, uh, here's five things you need to to take into consideration. Number one, they're protective of their audience. Um, They have spent their lives or years building the reputation and they're not just going to throw that away for an affiliate commission. Um, Their reputation is most important to them. And they have an audience who trusts and believes into them. And so they're only going to refer uh, people who they believe are worthy of of being referred. So uh, the second thing is they're skeptical of your offering. Straight out of the gate, anytime somebody pitches me on something, I am instantly skeptical until otherwise proven wrong. And so that is just something to be aware of is as soon as you email, they're going to have they're going to have a wall up and they're going to be skeptical of you if this is a cold email. Uh, third, they're busy. So you have to keep the email short and to the point. Third, they're seeking to serve their own agenda. So you doing the t- taking the time to do a little bit of homework around what their agenda is, helping to understand what their company mission is, um, what their purpose is, maybe looking at their Instagram or Facebook or wherever they're doing their posting and just look at the last you know, three, four months of what they've been posting to see if you can Uh, Find any connections between them, what they're talking about, and where your work relates to them. Um, And the next one is there's a limited number of things that they can say yes to. So why should they say yes to supporting you? How is your work relevant um, to their work? So as you write your emails to people, um, taking these things into account and uh, just really knowing that this is where they're gonna be at the moment they see your email in their inbox. So if you can prepare yourself for that by writing an email that addresses those things and helps to bypass them, you'll have a better chance of them saying yes. Um, The next is, here's four different types of partnerships. These are the types of partnerships that um, I have grown over the years. Uh, So the first one is actual partnerships where you find somebody in the same field of work as you and you co-produce an online event, a course, a webinar, or a summit. And essentially, you tap into each other's audiences, and you also grow an audience together that you can, you can essentially have shared custody over. Um, so if there's, a, if there's somebody that you really love working with, so for example, um, in two weeks, three weeks from now, Uh, I'm co-leading a three hour webinar with uh, Jason Gill from stream of consciousness. He's going to be doing the first half of the webinar class, which will be uh, around live streaming. So just how do you take your live streams to a more professional quality? Uh, I'll be talking about membership sites and online courses. And then another guy um, Mark Angelo is going to be talking about marketing and how he built a 350 million person network to help sell courses and online offerings too. So That is a partnership. We're all promoting it to our individual audiences. We're all going to build uh, an audience together and we'll all have the opportunity to share what it is that we're selling and and promote ourselves. So um, that's how we created a win-win partnership there. Uh, The next up is affiliates. So uh, basically an affiliate partnership, you create a special link, people promote what you're selling and you give them a commission for doing that. And a lot of times affiliate partnerships are like, Hey, you do this. I do this. I have this course. Will you promote it? And I would also be happy to promote you or have you be a guest on my show or something like that in return. So um, you're trying to practice reciprocity. If you promote me, I'll give you a commission. I'll also promote you down the road sort of thing. So um, just knowing that if you're going into affiliate partnerships, um, that is you're trying to figure out how everybody can walk away a winner um, affiliate commissions, depending on what it is, they can be between 20 and 50% commissions. So, um, we're about to launch for one of our clients right now. We're about to do a 500 to thousand dollar a month, two different packages, uh, membership site. And so they're going to be, they're getting other, um, high level teachers to come in and, and create courses for them. So they're doing a 50% commission. Um, whereas survive the storms, we do 30% commissions for that. Uh, my meditation program, I do 25%. So, you know, that 20 to 50%, ultimately, you want it to be exciting for them to want to promote it, it has to be enough to justify them promoting it and, and to receive a commission on any sales that they refer so that's affiliates. Uh, the next up is licensing. And, and this has been the primary way I've made income over the years with my meditations or, or one of the biggest ways. Um, so that's where you would find apps, institutions like schools, online schools, universities, colleges, high schools, um, and, and organizations. So it could be a company or something like that. We've had a client in the past and she did corporate speaking and then she built, we built this course with her and she now licensed that course for like $30,000 a pop, um, to different companies. So for her, uh, she's licensing it for me with my meditations. I, I sell them a licensing fee for an annual fee and they have the rights to use those meditations to resell those meditations. Um, and then there's also apps that I, uh, that I'm licensing under that we just share it's just, I get a percentage of sales based on how much people are purchasing it or how many plays they're getting on a monthly basis. So there's a lot of different ways that you can figure out licensing contracts. Um, I would highly recommend non-exclusive, meaning you can license your, your content across multiple platforms. Um, so I have very, I only have like a couple exclusive meditation licensing contracts because, um, I I want to be able to keep licensing those things that I've created rather than just have one company own it all. Uh, and if you're going to do it that way, then definitely like, you know, raise the prices a lot because you can't keep selling that same thing. Um, so that's licensing. And then the next is, uh, is just being a guest. So submitting an article, submitting, uh, being on somebody's podcast or summit or Instagram live show, um, basically being a guest is, it's such an easy way to grow your audience, talk about your work and build new fans, um, to come over to wherever you are. So, I mean, I, I used to do a ton of guest blogging, uh, when I was building my med- meditation business, which is how I made some of the connections. It's also a great way to build your reputation in the online space when you can say that you've written for all these different online magazines, etc. Um, it's It's awesome. It's easy. You send an outreach email, and and sometimes you hear back, and and you can get in front of hundreds or thousands of people with just one little interview. And they're so easy to prepare for as well. It's a lot less work. So those are the different types of partnerships. I would suggest figuring out one or two of those that you're just going to go 100% all in on, and and you'll learn as you go. You know, with every outreach email you send, that you hear something back you will learn something in how they set up their partnerships and uh, how you can go about getting those in place sooner rather than later. Cause sometimes it can be, you know, months before somebody actually, you know, from the outreach email to actually getting people to promote your work. And that's something to take into account is these relationships can literally take months. And um, I I would suggest uh, trying to set up a, a short call, straight out of the gate so you can build a relationship quicker. So now let's move on to uh, the first sentence in your email. Uh, It's essential. It's the most important part. It's the part that's going to make them read the rest of the email where they get more information. So um, in the session Chris and I just did for outreach around Survive the Storms, we made a commitment that the first sentence or two are going to be fully personalized. We're going to reference back. uh, So the one that we just sent today was referencing back to a post this guy had on Instagram about um, the chaos in the world and how nature is the only thing that makes sense to him. And so Chris was making his message to this person relevant to that post and how that post relates to the work Chris is doing with Survive the Storms. So those first sentence or two is like, bridge a connection with them around who they are, what they're talking about in the world and how you and your work relate to that. So try and find that common ground that you both stand on so that they become more intrigued. Um, next after that is introduce yourself. So in one to two short sentences, talk about your track record, what you've done, who you are, what your work is in the world, how it's relevant to them. You know, you have to really summarize that uh, in the outreach email so that they understand that that you're a somebody and and you are somebodies okay so just remember that even though if it's just your first course right now if you look at the life that you've lived and all of the experiences you've had and all of the work that you've done um you are a somebody that everything you've done, you know, we've all, everybody that's here, I I can't look around at anybody here that hasn't put in their 10,000 hours of living life. And we've all lived life. We all have really valid and valuable experiences that we can share with others that are important to be sharing. So just remember that don't belittle yourself, which is a, an easy thing to do when, when it comes time to write about how awesome you are just like really own that. Um, After your introduce yourself paragraph, you want to prove your worthiness. So um, this is going back to them protecting their audience and you needing to prove prove that that you're worthy of having them put the reputation on the line for you because that's what they're doing when they become an affiliate. That's what they're doing when they have you on a podcast Etc. And so that's where you could share links to your course lessons. You could share, um, you know, if you've had some phenomenal testimonials from somebody who's um, an influencer, you could share those. Um, you know, past interviews, anything that you have that you feel would be ammunition to show that you are worthy of being on their show or being promoted by them. Um, that's what you want to do in the next paragraph. And then, at the end of the email, you're you're asking them straight up. What are you asking them for? Is it an interview? Is it to become an affiliate? Is it to be a guest writer or um, a guest contributor to their thing? Is it to partner up? What is it that you're asking for? And to be as specific as you can. Um, and the thing is, like, you know, it, you get a lot of no's, but it's way easier to do this sort of stuff than it was to do door to door sales, selling vacuums, you know, 30 years ago, like sending cold emails to potential partners is way easier than, than having doors slammed in your face. Most of the times the doors slam silently these days is in people won't get back to you. Um, so ultimately it's a game of numbers. If you were to send out a hundred of these types of emails, uh, over the next year, just think about, um, think about that. Like how, if you got 10 people to say, yes, how much would that change your business and your life? If you had 10 affiliate partners promoting your work um, or 10 people who wanted you to come speak at their company or uh, be on their podcast, like 10 isn't that big and hundreds is not even that big. You know, you could send out a hundred cold emails in probably 20 hours and those would be personalized emails. It's just a matter of like blocking off the time to do that sort of thing. Um, and so, while we're here, I just want to uh, I just want to share the actual email uh, that we put together for this person, and for all you people on uh, the podcast version of this, um, you know, I'll just read it out loud so that you can you can uh, see it as soon as I can figure out how to close this presentation. And for anybody listening to the podcast version, there's going to be a video version of this, which might be better for you to look at. Um, But regardless, here we go. So this was, uh, this was to uh, an outdoor wilderness survival guy. Um, And so the first paragraph is creating context. So this is, uh, this is from Chris Gilmore, not from me. So, um, my wife and I have a little bit of a personal relationship with this person, mostly my wife. So he included that in the first sentence. So that personalizes it straight out of the gate. We're in the same family. It's almost, it's almost as good as a referral of like this person knows you and I know them. So we have a common connection. It's always better to get introduced. So if you know somebody that knows somebody ask that person to make an introduction. We did that in another one of our emails that we sent today. There's a big influencer and we just emailed the person, who I know, who I know is very close with that person saying, Hey, this is what we're trying to do. Um, would you be able to help bridge a connection here? And so, uh, then again, making it personal, he talks about the Instagram post that he saw and how that relates. He asks about what's the process of applying to the podcast feels it'd be highly relevant. Um, you know, for any of you, take a screenshot of this right now, if you want, um, because this might, be, this might be helpful for you to just kind of have this little layout. Um, so then he introduces himself, who he is, what he does, talks about this is like the proving himself. These, this next like huge chunk right here um, is him proving himself, uh, that he is worthy of being on the podcast, that he has a track record. Uh, we include the first lessons to survive the storms. We uh, show a webinar he did about the COVID emergency uh, with a doctor And he uh, also shared some stuff about emergency management and disaster preparedness with a permaculture podcast. So that is, uh, that's essentially it. And then mentions the affiliate system. So we did our ask up here about the podcast, but you could put it up there early on, or you could put it up after the proving yourself thing. But this is, this is the template and each one of the emails we're sending is not an exact replica. Some of the links that we're doing may vary. A little bit because um based on who it is that we're talking to but this gives you a, a good idea of um just how we're laying out these outreach emails and i mean i've done i've done so many outreach emails uh you know if i was to guess you know maybe 10 to 20 percent of them end up becoming an interview or a partnership so just just understand that it really is a game of numbers you have to reach out to a lot of people before um, they actually become something tangible. So that is my brief and spontaneous presentation on how to create awesome partnerships. Um, Before we move on with the session, does anybody have any questions about what I've laid out or how it might relate to you? Anything at all about building partnerships? Because we can carry on with this subject. I think it's the most important thing we can all be doing is building our businesses through actual real relationships rather than tossing our money into Facebook or Google or Instagram ads. Um, I, I think this is way more effective. It's way more real. And, you know, one partnership can make you so much money. You know, like I look at what Mind Valley has made me in the last several years for my meditations, like last year. I made $70,000 and I worked one hour for that money. And that was just for a contract. So if you think about that, like that was one partnership. I have multiple partnerships like that. Um, if you think about, uh, or I think about my, uh, my client that sells her course for, you know, roughly a $30,000 licensing fee um, to one company and how many companies are there that she could potentially license that to. Um, and so this, this partnership stuff is if you want to grow your business and you really don't want to do the having to grow uh, a massive email list and a following by constantly creating content, like I feel like the constantly creating content um, wheel that we can get stuck on, it sucks. I did it for years. I, I've created hundreds of blogs, you know, hundreds of videos, etc. And it's a hamster wheel. So rather than doing that, create one kick ass course or several kick ass offerings that you can charge money for and find some strategic partners that can help you grow those. Because some other people, maybe they're in the content creation world and they've busted their asses to do that effectively. And maybe you don't have to. I mean, you know, even still with Magic Media, my email list is maybe. 4,000 people, 5,000 people between that and and one of my other lists. So that's small. And I make a, you know, I would say a pretty solid living doing what I do. So you don't need, you know, 10,000 people like all the, the internet gurus say. Uh, when we launched the Grady Course Adventure, we made like $35,000. And our email list was 400 people. Um, we did a $300,000 product launch for a client in, uh, in December, January, her email list was 2,500 people and her YouTube following was roughly, uh, like 8,000, 9,000 subscribers. And we sold a, it was a $500 uh, lifetime membership to her member. Um, so you don't need a massive audience in order to sell products, uh, and to make decent money selling courses or memberships on the internet you really don't Um, ultimately it's about having a fit for what you're selling and the right audience and uh, you know a few strategic partners and you could be off to the races so hopefully this inspires you and you're all like yeah i can do this because you can Um, so any questions before we move on to rounds of hot seat sessions and that sort of stuff?
1: I have one question about when you would follow up on an email that was unanswered. Um, is it best to follow up once or?
0: Yep. I, I mean, why not follow up until they say no? Right. So okay. definitely like within seven to 10 days, follow up again, follow up uh, a few weeks after that. There's no harm. So uh, I, I, don't have it open here, but we have essentially have uh, Tad got me onto this years ago, Tad Hargrave from marketing for hippies.com. Um, he calls it hub marketing. And I think he got that term from somebody else, but I have, we have a, for survive the storms, we have a big spreadsheet and on that spreadsheet is like all of the potential people would reach out to podcast hosts, summit hosts, uh, people with blogs, Uh, people that sell courses in the similar industry and we just have all of their websites, the contact name, the contact email um, website, and then we have notes around first outreach, second outreach, third outreach, um, so that every week when we're doing our marketing sessions, um, we can see, okay, who are we reaching out to this week and who can we follow up with this week? And then we have notes around any interactions we've had with those people just to stay organized. Um, you know, and the goal is for us in the next 12 weeks, we're hoping we can send out at least five solid personalized emails a week to start building, um, momentum to get interviews, to get partnerships, et cetera. Um, so yeah, I would say, say that's a great way to go. Oh, and something for the guest idea, uh, something else that we're doing, um, or I'm starting to do is. Um, doing guest classes. So I'm teaching a a Mighty Networks class for the Marketing for Hippies community and Tad's got a pretty huge following. So I'll be doing an hour and a half long webinar on Mighty Networks and courses and memberships and all that sort of stuff uh, next week. Um, And and that'll be a great way to also just have a new asset in the bank and uh, reach a whole new audience that, may have never heard us before any other questions i have a question related to like the technical back end of affiliate referrals yep um how is it that you can easily make sure that you pay all the people that refer to you and how do you deal with somebody who might be skeptical about that they refer all those people and they don't have a way to track whether you converted those prospects into sales Yeah, so you're getting uh, the full amount of money that they deserve from you. Yeah, so I use so most shopping carts that you use, uh, we use Thrivecart for affiliate stuff. Um, you can set it up in Thrivecart that affiliates get paid after 30 days, they get paid immediately, etc. So, your affiliates, when they have a link, they can go into a back end that shows how many people clicked on the link, how many people viewed the page, how many people viewed the shopping cart, how many people purchased the product. Um you can have payouts be manual or automatic. Um and so they'll have a whole whole back-end system where they can see uh everything that's being tracked. Um you can also set it up that uh for the cookies that uh if somebody has an affiliate link, you can have the have it that if anybody clicks on the link it the cookies stay for 30 days, 60 days, forever, whatever it might be to, to track them. Um yeah. So the affiliate systems, it's all relatively easy. There's so many different shopping carts. Uh, Jonathan turned us on to Send Owl, which is, um, it's cheap and simple for shopping it's carts. not as
2: advanced as ThriveCart.
0: No, definitely not. So
2: a really easy way to start affiliate marketing, I'm doing this with another client at the moment, um, is if you really want to keep it simple, and I mean absolutely like you're happy to do a bit of manual work which at first is really important um just have something as who referred you and you're able to like they're able to put the name of someone who referred you and then you can uh, a really cool thing that i'm starting to do is actually reach out to the people who say oh you know um this person referred you referred this person they mentioned your name would you like to become an affiliate and that's a really powerful thing that i've got um, going for me at the moment in my business, because I have a lot of other um, experts that do exact well, similar to what I do, not quite as good um, but they 're able to like refer each other, and we 're actually able to say names and and something as simple as like you can have a discount code or a coupon code which doesn 't take any money off or takes a small amount off, but that can be a really simple affiliate system um, Tap affiliate is another one which i 've used, um, which is pretty good. Uh, Sendal does have an affiliate kind of, it's not a very good one, if I'm honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sendel is very basic. Sendal does the basics of what you would need for a shopping cart and affiliate system. So yeah, whatever system you use, it's trackable. Um, and I have, a, I'm doing a video, working on a video right now that hopefully will be out in the next week around Mighty Networks. And how using the Mighty Network system, just a simple hack on how you could set up an affiliate system using the Mighty Networks shopping cart, um, which is definitely not an ideal way, but you could essentially create a uh, duplicate plan inside of Mighty Networks um, that is a hidden plan. And so let's just say it's the Magic Media membership, and then in brackets I have Jonathan, and that means Jonathan's an uh, an affiliate. Partner, and I could give Jonathan that exact same that the link to that plan, where he could start spreading that link, which would then start tracking how many sales I'm making on a monthly basis through Jonathan's personalized link, and then I could pay Jonathan out on a monthly basis uh, based on that. So that is like a really simple hack inside my of the link. Mighty Network system. What's that?
2: I await my link.
0: <laughs> it's coming. You just coming. Uh, send me an email reminder. I'll send you a link so I can start tracking um but yeah that's that's a simple way inside of mighty networks um that that anybody could do um and it's you know it's more manual labor than automatic payments and all that sort of stuff but it's still doable if you're only having 10 affiliates it's easy enough to track and pay any other questions yeah oh,
2: no, don't, don't let everyone become an affiliate no like no depending on what your what your offer is try to keep your affiliates to kind of the best possible people the ones who understand how affiliate marketing works because when you were saying before about how do you manage the techie side of things and like how to make sure that people who come into your kind of world and offer it up that you'll actually get paid you'll have people complain if they're allowed to sign up really easily it's better for you to either offer affiliates on a manual basis or have it so that people have to apply to be an affiliate rather than just letting everybody become an affiliate because otherwise you very rarely get much returns if everyone can be an affiliate
0: just so everybody knowing knows who's listening to the podcast version of this episode the beautiful british voice there in the background is jonathan stewart from business notion.com that's notion n-o-t-i-o-n there you go, Jonathan. There's your your part of the commercial today. You got your own slot. Sweet. <laughs> Any other uh, questions re- regarding partnerships and how they might relate to all of you? Anybody excited? More excited than you were before we started? Who's nervous about sending out cold emails to potential partners? So I would say, like, let's, let's just dig into the nervousness of why why be nervous. So um, one thing that might stem, you know, create the nervousness is perhaps you don't have enough validation from real people that have used your products. So if that's the case of, like, uh, you don't know if it's tried, tested and proven to work, I would say, like, find some beta people that can be your guinea pigs. I mean, that's where I started with my meditations as I started giving them away years ago to see if people actually like them. And then once I realized they like them, I'm like, oh, okay, this is a hundred dollar product. Fantastic. And then I f- never again had to do that because I had confident confidence and validation. So um, there's no harm. Like if you're going to do free, let people know they're a part of a beta experiment that like you're giving them pre-access before the product is complete to be your guinea pigs to offer critical feedback for you to develop your product Um, and doing that like straight out of the gate if you're building something new people are a honored that they get to be a part of it Uh, they become more accountable and committed because they recognize that they're just a small group which means you are holding them more accountable especially if you have check-in emails that are going out like hey have have you tried it How's it going? And eventually, if they're not going to do the work, they'll probably feel bad and be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm out. I can't do this." But most people will probably be excited to be your your test person, and you're going to get the the real feedback before your product goes live. Um, and that's a part of you know the Magic Media community here is like we want you to be sharing your videos, we want you to be posting your audios, your sales pages, and all these things so that. Um, it makes it more real for you. It helps you to get the feedback that you want and you need uh, because it's, it's essential. Otherwise, we're living in our own silos and we never really know or we hesitate to actually release the thing out into the world because we're afraid it might suck. And it's always better to know if it does suck or if it's incredibly awesome um, before we start trying to sell it and get affiliate partners and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, I mean, a good rule of thumb is get at least three testimonials before you put a price tag on it, which means you have to have some free beta testers to, to try out what you're doing. Um, at least in the beginning, if it's your first, you know, first course, or you haven't really built a a solid following online and and you're just getting your feet wet in this world, then definitely get at least three testimonials, which means you got to find some people to, to step into the game with you. Brad, what are your thoughts about like a reduced price for the beta versus a free always yeah i mean maybe not always but that is definitely a great way to go um lifetime access is is awesome through all of the upgrades that you're going to do to the product um through its lifetime that's a great way i would say like for the beta testers these should be personal outreach emails of like they're a client uh they're a peer they're a friend they're somebody that you've worked with in the past they're a friend of a friend who's in need of help uh that's the type of people you'd want for the beta i i wouldn't necessarily do like a big broadcast email to the world maybe on social media because it's a little bit different than your email list maybe on social media of like hey i'm looking for 10 beta testers for this product email me to apply i wouldn't approve every single person that gives you their email address for a beta Um, but like when we did a beta launch for the great e-course adventure, uh, we did, uh, we did $300 for lifetime access. And, you know, those people are still sitting here right now. And there's Trish (laughs) still sitting here. Um, so, you know, that's four years ago that people made that investment and that helped us to get the validation, uh, and the income that we needed to to just go ahead and build it. So yeah, I would say either a reduced price, and I think in the Grady e Course Adventure we talk about like charging a fifth of the price that you intend it to be for that beta group. It's like it, you're giving a, an enormous discount for your first small group of beta testers.
1: I have a question about maybe taking um, an affiliate program a bit further because I have I'm right in a birth community. It's it's very much a community. And I would much rather pay the birth workers um, in my community than Google. Um, The other thing I was thinking about offering as I think about how I'm going to launch this, and I hopefully have these audios (laughs) recorded, um, but I can do it with my birth class still, is I wanted to think about creating even more of a community using the affiliate program and offering, for instance, birth workers like a donation based group hypnosis, you know, because they. Endure so much that yeah. we could pick a charity that we it, something I don't know what other ideas around really boosting an, an affiliate program beyond just this money exchange. I don't know, I'm just yeah. thinking about it.
0: Well, what's beautiful is that most of those birth workers are probably not product creators, and you're a product creator. So, what you can do is you can leverage their income by creating beautiful products that they can then sell to their clients. And you, so you know, instead of just you going out, you can equip those people with the resources that they want and need for their clients. And you know, if you have ten, twenty, thirty, a hundred birth workers that are all sharing these resources, that's gonna that's gonna go really far. And so maybe for those people who are the affiliates, and maybe you come up with a different word than affiliates. Maybe it's ambassadors. Maybe. Um, come up with a good word that that goes with it. Create a free mighty network for them, that it's a place for them to share their birth stories. It's a place for them to share other resources. And inside of that, you can have this resource library of all the different things that you've created for them. You can have discussions about them. You could bring in guest teachers and maybe um, you figure out a way to bring in other birth workers who also have products that you can start to you know, curate different products and equip these birth workers with those. So I think there's a lot of things that you can do. I mean, that's just off the top of my head without much strategy behind it at all. But I would say if you're going to, if you want to go above and beyond, then creating a space for these birth workers to come learn and grow together. And I think in doing something like that, if you create a place for them to belong, uh, you're going to increase the loyalty they have to what it is that you're producing and, and their inspiration to share it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really helpful. That, that takes kind of what I was thinking about even further. Um, as I plan ahead, of course, uh, I love it because that's great. I want to serve that community as well. It's an amazing community. Um, and I want to be of service while selling my products.
0: <laughs> yeah, great. I think it's, I I would say like write out a rough strategy around how you could approach that and what you could offer them. Um,
2: I, this is going to be slightly meta right now, but I have an affiliate for a really good creating your affiliate program um, that I'm doing right now. And it's amazing. Like it takes you step by step. And what you were saying, Aaron, about having bigger than just an affiliate program, it is like a community, like you can create that. And she shows you how to do something more than just like affiliate marketing, but like creating a whole like workbook, which helps your affiliates sell more. It's really, really useful. So if you want that link, I'm happy to uh, share it with you.
1: Yeah, I'll send you a message. Thank you.
0: Do you have a name for the course, Jonathan, for all those, those listeners out there and listener land that, aren't in front of a screen or don't.
2: Uh, Zoe Linda, uh, and it's the affilium affiliate program toolkit.
0: Perfect. Thanks for that. That's amazing. Yeah. And for everybody else out there, watch out for Jonathan's affiliate link to the affiliate link program. Um, and you know, I I've been a part of a lot of affiliate launches uh, that are mostly just like raw raw, here's the numbers. Like this is how many leads, this is how many clicks, how many conversions and et etc, but I think what we're talking about here is bringing a lot more heart and support to it and like bridging real relationships and you know what you're doing by creating these products and and finding these affiliates is you're also educating them. you're you're giving them educational tools both for themselves as well as for the people that they're there to serve and i mean that's a that's a wonderful thing that you're providing providing because- most people don't have the time or the desire to create what you are creating and you are going ahead and doing that, which is actually, you know, when you put it in that frame um, you're creating tools that can help them build their own business. Uh, And, you know, because with, with the birth work, basically if, if they're not coming up with alternative solutions to make money, you know, they're limited by I charge this much money and this is kind of their, there but this is all like giving them more opportunities that all have, and if you can making it easy for them to spread the word, having uh short and beautiful descriptions that they could forward on to a client, be like, hey, here's a few resources you should check out, and embed their their affiliate link in those emails. So I'm gonna have to end it here. If anybody didn't get a question answered or uh you wanna go digger deeper into anything else that we talk about today, uh just make a post in the community uh but this was fun it was a great talk about partnerships i'd love to see everybody's partnership strategies if you write yours out um and good luck go get them this week everybody so that's it for today everybody thanks for tuning in to today's making magic podcast if you enjoyed it please leave us a review and if you didn't remember treat each other how you want to be treated I invite you to come check out our Magic Media membership at magicmedia.com. That's M-A-J-I-K media.com. Our affordable, all-inclusive membership offers everything a purpose-driven creator could need to produce your educational content, engaging courses, and thriving online communities. The membership includes all of our premium courses, bi-monthly mastermind group coaching, and an inspiring, supportive community of fun-loving, dedicated entrepreneurs and creators to make magic
1: on the internet with. See you there, and tune in next time.